Hello, this is the Ancient Texan with comments on the news and daily events. I'll usually state what my opinion is based on, which of my personal values. I'd ask you to do the same. Um, and ask yourself, is your opinion based on your personal values? Or are they based on the values of your group? I.e., are you doing it just because the Democrats, Democrats say it or the Republicans say it? Believe it. Anyway, this is the Ancient Texan. Welcome aboard. Yo, this is the Ancient Texan. It's May 28th, the Friday. A little drizzly here. A couple of comments, mostly environmental. Um, there's a container ship in Sri Lanka that is uh, offshore, bursting into flames, and microplastic balls are washing up onto the shore in oil. They're trying to figure out how to put the tanker out. But I assume all of you have seen the pictures of microplastics and just plastics in general. There's big, you know, huge miles across, tens of miles across of these big pools of plastic in the ocean and the harm it does to wildlife. And it's easy to blame the companies, but we use the plastics and I haven't switched over, so blame me. We need to move and plastics does some wonderful stuff. So I'm, I'm not a per se anti-plastics and in the chemical industry, plastic tanks, and there's, you know, a zillion different kind of plastics, but have um, really made, you know, chemical processing a, a, a lot cheaper, and there's plastic pipes, and there's, you know, CPVC pipes in your house. So, you know, that there's legitimate uses for plastics. Um, but there's other uses, it's just because we're too damn lazy and we're not thoughtful. Like I should be taking cloth bags to the grocery store and putting my groceries in cloth bags. Yeah, that's a hassle and I can't remember it, but that's just an excuse. I'm not getting it done. We use plastic cups, styrofoam. We pack stuff in plastic. We have bubble wrap this plastic. Um, and some of those are harder to get rid of and take a lot more effort and planning. Um, especially the, you know, the Amazon world. Um, that's a big undertaking. And maybe I can't deal with Amazon directly, except maybe I can buy more from my local hardware store or something. Uh, 
but there's you know you gotta start somewhere and if you bother to get the pictures up Sierra Leone it it's a mess you know those container ships are you know 110 yards long and they got stuff packed up in the sky a lot of stuff on there and a lot of it's plastic apparently they were shipping some kind of plastic resin somewhere okay that's the first environmental story in the news second environmental story in the news is exxon this this is a big one there's a a small hedge fund owns less than one percent of exxon shares and it convinced some of the big um, you know, retirement funds to cast a vote for some activist candidates. So they put two people onto the board of Exxon. And I had I, I have Exxon's stock. And The board of, uh, they want to move Exxon more toward uh, renewable energy. Now, I'm not sure um, I necessarily agree with that. Now, I'll, I'll say why. I, I don't think that Exxon is necessarily the right company and has the right people, although they can hire the right people. So that, you know. They can do a major shift by bringing in expertise from the outside. Um, so maybe, maybe I'll change my mind. Maybe that's a way for them to approach it. But they don't have the culture and they don't have the expertise to necessarily switch to renewable energies. They might have the culture to maybe get a thorium reactor going. I mean, there's that, that kind of expertise uh, and oil refining expertise is not so far, far different. Like I don't have reactor experience, but I have chemical processing experience and I could be part of a team. I would never get the job because the, the headhunter and the secretary screening the resumes wouldn't understand the common uh, skill set. But Exxon could do a thorium reactor. However, America has not yet accepted the fact that you need to make a transition away from carbon. You need a big boy, a big player in there for making energy that I don't, my opinion is, we're just not gonna do it with renewable yet. We don't have the battery technology to store energy overnight. Uh, and we don't have the ability to have the wild swings of power generation and still keep, you know, this country operating. We don't certainly don't have the grid system and making all that happen in a, in a kind of time frame we need to happen is just, I've done enough large projects in my life to know that, you know, this is like a zillion large projects all at the same time. And our government does not have the expertise and they're not smart enough to pass a carbon tax and make the market push. So, yeah, maybe an Exxon can play a role in a thorium 
reactor. Okay, then anyway, it's happening. They're getting pressure. They're gonna have someone on the inside and it's probably good. Get a little bit more balance. Exxon fought it the whole way and they lost. Um, it's still not over because two people isn't enough to change it, but it's enough to, you know, it's like a uh, grain of salt under the skin or in a pearl. I mean, it's in an oyster to make a pearl. So it, it's a good move. Number three, environmental, Shell. Shell has very ambitious plans. They're in um, somewhere in Europe, Switzerland or Netherlands. Netherlands probably, I don't know. But they have very aggressive plans to switch over to renewable energies and to phase out oil, something by like, you know, 50% reduction by the end of this decade, which is super ambitious for an oil company. I mean, that's just super ambitious for anybody. Uh, I, and I, I, from where I sit, I think it's impossible, but maybe I'm wrong. But somebody took them to court and the court ruled that they had to take another 40% reduction by the end of this decade. Uh, I actually still don't think that's as good as having a carbon tax and letting the market figure out how to sort it out. But it shows the rising pressure against oil and that it's becoming mainstream. Now, will that court ruling stand up? Who knows? It can be appealed and it will be. And it's kind of punishing the one company that's the oil, big oil company that's the most aggressive. So that, that seems kind of perverse. Now I had one, oh, and Chevron got one member elected to its board. So there's a big worldwide push away from carbon. Um, and it's interesting that a lot of it's coming through the corporate structure. Now we tend to blame corporations um, for all the sins of society and that they're the bad guys. But corporations are just made up of people like us that walk the planet rub shoulders with us. You walk by them in the grocery store. You see them in the restaurant when you go out to eat. Uh, they even take their kids to McDonald's. Imagine that. And the attitudes they have may be different than yours and they may be a little more pro-oil because oil puts money in their pockets buys them their house, feeds their kids. So yeah, they're gonna be more biased toward that. And if you were there getting that paycheck and probably a good paycheck, um, don't be so sure that you wouldn't 
find a way to make it okay with yourself. And there's still a lot of stuff the oil companies do and make um, that we need to keep this society going. Now, Shell, if, if the court ruling holds up and they have to divest themselves of more oil, because they also have, they're also, Shell is also being held responsible for the oil, the gasoline that you burn in your car. That, that seems a little ludicrous to me. Uh, you can't blame anybody for what you burn in your car except you. Me. I'll tell you about that in a second, what I'm doing. Um, and, and the consequence of, of if the court ruling holds up at the next level for Shell, the consequence won't be that there'll be less oil pulled out of the ground unless when you cut Shell out. What will happen is, you know, some third world, third world country will buy the oil from Shell in the ground, buy their reserves. They will take it out of the ground and they will pollute the planet many times over. Shell's a good company and it's run well. They follow the law. I've seen this, I saw this happen in the minerals business. We pushed copper and zinc and lead and everything else out of this country with the idea that not in my backyard and we are environmentally sound noble people that want the best for the planet. Well, that was all bunk. It got pushed to third world countries. And I guarantee you the planet has a lot more uh, contamination, toxic metals, both in the ground and the air and the water because of our pushing it out of the United States. Now, could we have gradually toughened up the laws and made them tighter in the US? Yeah. Places like Germany do an excellent job. Uh, and that's where the US would have been by now. Uh, we started doing this in the 70s and we pushed it out to China, it pollutes the hell out of the planet, Korea, South Korea, of course, Vietnam. We probably a factor of a hundred or thousand more pollution because of that attitude. Doing it to Shell will do the same thing. And you can be noble and the environmentalists can, you know, think they're doing great things, but it's not how it works. Okay, deep breath. <laughs> Get off my soapbox. I've got a card that I, I, I think everybody ought to have to have one. Uh, it's a Honda Clarity. Uh, it's really hard to get a hold of this part of the country. I live in the Maryland. It has a, it's a hybrid, a plug-in hybrid. It goes 50 miles on a battery charge. I plug it in in the evening and it's ready to go in the morning. Uh, if it's completely empty, it takes about 12 hours. Most of the time it's, you know, I've driven 20 miles a day before and it takes, you know, five hours, whatever. But I mean, it's, it takes a few hours to 
charge it up for my day's driving. Let, let's say six. I don't know what the exact number is, but that, that kind of number. I've had the car now for five months. I put about $20 of gas in it. And those are for trips. Um, like I go down to uh, Baltimore or Washington, D.C. Baltimore is about um, 50 miles. So I get my trip down there. I don't quite get it because when you're driving at 70, I don't get 50 miles out of it. When I'm driving local, I get 50, but you go 70, which also shows a higher energy requirement for going faster. You know, I drive 72 miles an hour. Um, only get about 40 miles. So I get most of the trip down there and then coming back, I use gasoline. And then the car gets like 45 miles per gallon. So, um, So I, I used a gallon of gas coming back from Washington. I go to take my daughter to the airport uh, in Philadelphia. I use a gallon of gas. So I, I've used, you know, four or five gallons and, you know, I'm using a gallon or two a month. Um, going on vacation, whoa. I might use 10 gallons. 55, I might probably more than that. 10, let's see, 1,000 miles. Let's say 50 would, 100 would be 10 gallons, 20 gallons, 20 gallons of gas. Let's be generous, 30 gallons of gas every year. I might, anyway, I'm not using much gas. That car cost me, I uh, got it used, so it cost me about 20,000, which is a uh, pretty reasonable cost. My fuel costs are, you know, halfish using electricity. That electricity was from renewable or from nuclear, like a thorium reactor. Well, that would be a big chunk out of my CO2 emissions. Now, if you had a carbon tax, then I would be well rewarded for that investment because I would not be paying a carbon tax most days. I can also sign up, which I haven't found the right company, but I'm gonna sign up for a solar company to uh, supply enough power to the grid to take my, uh, supply my energy for my house and my car. Although that's, very limited because we can't all go to solar and renewables uh, because our grid can't take it. And I'm not convinced the Republicans are going to pass the huge uh, bill that Biden has for infrastructure. And, and I actually don't, don't agree with it. It's too big, too much. I just don't trust the government managing $2 trillion worth of expenditures well. And I think they're doing it back assward by not just getting the market to do it. I, I think the market can do it better than our government can do it. So I, I take kind of the 
well, it's not the Republican view either because they're not going to put a carbon tax to make the market do it. So I guess I'm on nobody's side at the moment. So we got environmental stuff going on. Exxon, Shell, Chevron, Sri Lanka. Those are the important stories that I thought today. There, there's other stuff going on. Black Lives Matter stuff. Still pandemic stuff going on. Still Trump stuff going on. Crossing my fingers how that goes. But it's a Friday, May 28th. may not agree with me, but I think you'll admit that my opinions are different than you get other places. This is the ancient Texan hoping you have a good day and that you think for yourself and you get some people that have different expertise talking to you. And I hope <laughs> we can all spread a little love today. This is the ancient Texan. Namaste.